ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम द भगवद गीता चैप्टर एट अटेनिंग द सुप्रीम टेक्स्ट नंबर एट ऑनवर्ड्स इन द सेवेंथ वर्स एज वी हर्ड इन द प्रीवियस पॉडकास्ट कृष्णा एम्फोसाइज हिज रिमेम्बरेंस because if we can remember him throughout our life we shall be able to remember him even at the hour of death and thus we shall attain him and remembrance is so important that krishna emphasizes it even in this text 8 abhyasa yoga yuktena chetasa nanya gamina paramam purusham divyam yati parthanu chintayam parthanuchintayan he who meditates on me as the supreme personality of godhead his mind constantly engaged in remembering me undeviated from the path he o partha is sure to reach me same thing the one who is fixed in remembrance of the lord without deviation is definitely going to achieve krishna because whatever consciousness we have accordingly we are given our next destination our body this whole world is running based on desire we are in this material world stuck because of our material desire and because of our desires only we can be liberated and go back to our real home the spiritual world the planet the home of krishna and our real home as well and in next verse krishna explains how to remember him कविपुराणम अनुशासीताणीयांसमस्मरेद्य सर्वस्ताचिंतम आदिवर्णम तमस परस्ता इन वट फॉर्म इन वट वे द लॉर्ड हेज टू रिमेंबर्ड कृष्ण सेज वन शुड मेडिटेट अपॉन द सुप्रीम पर्सन एज द वन हू नोज एवरीथिंग द ओमिनीशियंट एज ही उज द ओलडेस्ट हु इज द कंट्रोलर who is smaller than the smallest who is the maintainer of everything who is beyond all material conception who is inconceivable and who is always a person so emphasizing he is a person we are not talking about some formless thing he is luminous like the sun and he is transcendental beyond this material nature so in one sense krishna is saying we must uh, try and think of the greatness of the lord because our minds are not in a position where we can be attracted by his sweetness at this stage that comes little later as our hearts get purified but initially everyone gets attracted by someone great so this is how we should begin our remembrance he is the greatest he is the omniscient he is the all powerful he is the master of everything he is the source of everything and therefore he is so great and that way we develop a feeling of awe and reverence towards him that is the beginning so the whole purpose of uh, these verses is to emphasize the remembrance of krishna and for that now krishna uh, talks about two types of processes one is the process of uh, uh dhyana yoga or and then he will talk about the bhakti yoga so this is also kind of bhakti yoga only because one is doing dhyana 
but uh, trying to fix his consciousness on the supreme lord so it is called yoga mishra bhakti uh, bhakti mixed with yoga and text number 10 11 and 12 krishna gives certain ways in which a person who is trying to uh, remember the lord come to that stage or attain perfection through the process of dhyana meditation on him prayana kale manasa chalena bhaktya yukto yoga balena chaiva bruvor madhe pranam aveshya samyak satam param purusham upaiti divyam one who at the time of death fixes his life here between the eyebrows and by the strength of yoga with an undeviating mind engages himself in remembering the supreme lord in full devotion will certainly attain to the supreme personality of godhead so if you remember we have discussed something like this in sixth chapter also dhyana yoga but here it it is uh specially bhakti it is mentioned one focuses his mind on not something void or formless but here it is specifically the supreme lord is being emphasized in full devotion it is mentioned 11 12 also talk of a similar process ad- additional aspects of this process or additional steps to focus the mind on the lord yadaksharam veda vedo vadanti vishanti yad yatayo vitaragah यद इच्छंत ब्रह्मचर्यम चरन्ति तत्ते पदम संग्रहेण प्रवक्ष्ये पर्सन्स हु आर लर्नड इन द वेदास हु अटर ओमकार एंड आवर ग्रेट सेजेस इन द रिनाउंस्ड ऑर्डर एंटर इनटू ब्रह्मन डिजायरिंग सच परफेक्शन वन प्रैक्टिसेस सेलिबसी आई शैल नाउ ब्रीफली एक्सप्लेन टू यू दिस प्रोसेस बाय व्हिच वन मे अटेन सेल्वेशन सो देयर आर सम पीपल हु प्रैक्टिस सेलिबसी सीवियर ऑस्टेरिटीज they utter the word om but they ultimately enter into brahman uh, there is there are three levels of uh, god realization the lowest is the brahman realization the blue light where we understand the lord's universal pervasiveness as blue light brahman effulgence and some people just try to merge into the brahman effulgence but that's considered to be spiritual suicide because there's no activity over there there's no shelter and eventually the soul has to fall from there also again into the material whirlpool higher than that is the realization of parmatma feature which the yogis meditate upon the parmatma within the heart in vishnu form and higher than that is the realization of the bhagwan feature where we realize god as a person whom we can share intimate relationships with feelings with love with exchange of love that is the realization of bhagwan narayan krishna vishnu feature and supreme of all it all this is the krishna feature and that is the aspect of god which is just full of sweetness but here those uh, who practice celibacy they utter omkar but they their goal is to ultimately just uh, merge into that brahman then there are others who are uh, focusing on the parmatma in the heart sarva dwarani samyamya mano hridi निरुद्ध च मूर्धनी आध्यात्मन प्राणम आस्थित योगधारणा द योगिक सिचुएशन इज दैट ऑफ डिटैचमेंट नाउ द स्पेसिफिकली द परमात्मा इन द हार्ट इज टू बी मेडिटेटेड बॉर्न एंड दिस इज एक्चुअल भक्ति मिक्स्ड विद योगा समबडी इज परफॉर्मिंग योगा टू अटेन द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एंड दिस पाथ इन्वॉल्व 
control of mind senses etc but it's a difficult path but still krishna is mentioning it here because the whole process is to remember him to practice remembering him so that we can remember him even at the last moment and thus we shall attain him so one path he has attained he is mentioned as people who utter omkar practice celibacy austerity and they merge into brahman there are higher than that who meditate on his paramatma feature situated in everyone's heart Uh, the lord is literally present in every living entity's heart as paramatma four-handed vishnu form and the scriptures also describe his size the size of the thumb so this is the higher path so how is this possible it involves co- complete control of the mind and senses it says the yogic situation is that of detachment from all sensual engagements closing all the doors of the senses and fixing the mind on the heart and the life here at the top of the head one establishes himself in yoga again and omiti ekaksharam brahma vyaharan mamanusmaran yah prayati tyajandeham sayati paramam gatim after being situated in this yoga practice and vibrating the sacred syllable om the supreme combination of letters if one thinks of the supreme personality of godhead and quits his body he will certainly reach the spiritual planet so the previous one also mentions chanting of omkara but it doesn't mention any remembrance of the lord so such people only go to at max brahman the formless aspect and they are not meditating on the form of the lord second is the the higher these are yogis dhyana yogis their goal is the supreme lord and therefore along with controlling mind and senses practicing severe austerities they chant om but when they are leaving their uh, body which they can at will because of their mystic perfection they also remember the lord at the last moment and thus they also attain the spiritual planet that is the power with a yogi as a yogi advances in his uh, practice he develops certain perfections by which he can choose the time of or the moment of his death and uh, then it all depends on what's his goal so if his goal is the supreme lord and he knows if he can remember the lord at the last moment he will go to his planet so the yogi who has attained such perfection after severe tapasya he gets the ability to leave his body at any moment and since he can decide his body at any moment so he when he decides at that particular moment he fixes his mind on the supreme lord's form or whichever planets he wants to be transferred to and then he goes there leaves the, the soul leaves the body but here it is mentioned because the goal is the supreme lord he thinks of the supreme lord while chanting om and since his mind is focused on the supreme lord he goes to his planet so it's a difficult process the previous one is incomplete this is complete but difficult but then uh, what to speak of us if that is the way to transfer ourselves or to remember him Krishna gives the simplest path that is the path of bhakti yoga in text number 14 Ananya chetah satatam yo mam samarati nityashah tasyaham sulabha partha nitya yuktasya yoginah for one who always remembers me without deviation am easy to obtain o son of pritha because of his constant engagement in devotional service but those who are devotees they do not need to go through all these uh, uh difficult processes they simply have to engage in the devotional service of the lord beginning with hearing and then chanting of his names praying to him offering worship to his deity form remembering him 
just a devotee engages in these beautiful simple processes for him krishna says i am easy to obtain he doesn't have to go through any difficult process he doesn't have to tread this difficult path of the yogis that they have to tread for many many lifetimes after severe or severe austerities he doesn't have to even practice mind or sense control he simply has to engage his mind and senses in me and uh, i'm easy to obtain so for a devotee the path is very simple the path is very easy he can easily reach the destination by krishna's grace the other paths one has to try with his own ability mind intelligence but here a devotee simply engages in the devotional service of the lord he hears about him from scriptures he renders service to his deity form he chants his names and simply by offering some uh, tulsi flower activities like these he is easily taken to the destination by the supreme lord he doesn't have to do anything separate and then what happens when somebody obtains krishna once we go there krishna says mamopetya punarjanma dukkhalayam ashashvatam napnuvanti mahatmanah samsiddhim paramam gatah after attaining me the great souls who are yogis in devotion never return to this temporary world which is full of miseries because they have attained the highest perfection so once the soul goes back to the spiritual world krishna is saying once the soul comes back to me once the person the yogi comes back to me he doesn't return to this material world and he describes this material world as a place of misery and which is temporary he says a temporary place and dukhalayam ashashvatam dukhalayam means a place of misery ashashvatam means temporary this is the nature of this world but a person who has attained my planet he doesn't come back here uh, to this horrible place and he doesn't need to also because he has achieved the highest perfection and is in so much bliss why would he want to come back to a place of misery that is a perfection that is awaiting all of us uh, the devotees who have begun this journey so please continue and krishna says in this material world somebody might think okay maybe krishna is talking about earth planet right so what if i transfer myself to swargaloka some people want to go to swargaloka somebody may might say i'll go to the higher planet still i'll go to brahmaloka krishna says even that won't work the material world he has already described in two words dukhalayam ashashvatam and this applies to every nook and corner of the material creation and he says text number 16 a brahma bhuvanal lokah punaravartino arjuna mamupetya tu konteya punarjanmana vidyate from the highest planet to the material world in the material world down to the lowest there are countless of them all are places of misery wherein repeated birth and death take place but one who attains to my abode o son of kunti never takes birth again he says again he is uh, uh, telling the stark difference between uh, his abode and the even the highest abode within the material creation even if you go to brahmaloka the topmost planet within the material universe there is misery over there also and even at the lowest planet just that the nature of misery might be different but there is misery over there also and the greatest is that there also repeated birth and death keeps taking place 
even though brahma's life duration may be longer than us but even he has to die one day he also has to see the end of everything so why would somebody want to come to a place like this from a place which is mine where there's no death no oldest no disease where life is eternal full of knowledge full of bliss and there is constant festival going on there is constant bliss this is intelligence that's why krishna is now advertising his own abode if he if he doesn't advertise how will we even develop a desire to go there and now he's explaining the uh, duration of uh, brahma's life text 17 He says, "Sahasra yuga pariyantam ahar yad brahmano vidhu ratrim yuga sahasrantam teho ratr vidho janaha." By human calculation, a thousand ages taken together form the duration of Brahma's one day, and as such, also is the duration of his night. So Brahma has a huge, is a long lifespan compared to us. Of course, according to his calculation, he lives for hundred years only. but according to earthly calculation his 100 years are equal to 311 trillion 40 billion years because as we go higher and higher that time difference will keep on increasing so there are planets where the scientists also can tell you uh, we spent 6 months here there it's only one day so even science is proving now what the scriptures have already said so so brahma's one day is equal to how much then if his life is so long In one day of Brahma, there are thousand cycles of four yugas: Satya, Treta, Dwapar, Kali. So, f- thousand such yugas come and go in one day of Brahma. That's how long his lifespan is. And uh, avyaktad, vyaktaha, vyaktayah sarvaha, prabhavanti yah ragame, ratri agame, praliyante, tatreva vyakt sangyake. At the beginning of Brahma's day, all living entities become manifest from the unmanifest state. and thereafter when the night falls they are merged into the unmanifest again now brahma's anxiety is being pointed out here like we have an anxiety brahma has a different anxiety is a great soul so his anxiety is different different people have different sorts of anxiety like some people anxiety is food clothing shelter where will, where will my meal come from next meal but somebody who is great rich powerful he doesn't have to worry about this but he has his own set of anxieties So Brahma's anxiety is, at the beginning of his day, he has to create all the living entities and all the rulers of the universe. And when he goes back to night, goes back to sleep at night, and he wakes up next morning, everything is submerged under water. Partial devastation takes place whenever Brahma goes to sleep. So during his sleep, all the planets below him are below his planet are submerged in water. And next morning, when Brahma wakes up, he has to create. everything all over again that's his anxiety now imagine if you have created something after a lot of hard work and next morning you wake up it's all destroyed next morning again it's all destroyed it would be so much of a pain and brahma is experiencing this pain every morning so that's his anxiety so no place is uh free from misery even if you go to the topmost or the lowest krishna is trying to tell us hope it sinks in hope we realize this internalize this anywhere you go as long as we are in the material world we will have to go through misery problems just the nature of problems will keep changing so if we want to be free from that we have to go back to krishna loka we have to go back to a real home the spiritual world and to that 
uh, effect we have to start living our life in krishna consciousness start living our life in his devotional service and then surely at the end of this life we'll be able to remember him because we have consciously made an effort every day to remember him we will be able to transfer ourselves to him the most powerful way to remember him is chanting of his names hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare like that if we go on chanting and hearing this maha mantra it should be chanted in a way that at least we are able to hear the sound the mind must be focused on the sound of the maha mantra mind will wander away again bring it back again focus on the sound keep practicing and this way one day we will be able to achieve the perfection of life because krishna becomes very obliged to help the person who chants his name and there is a verse from the scriptures where krishna himself is says he says that oh because this person has chanted my name so it's my duty now to protect him always this is the greatest protection chant his names and in kaliyuga this is the only and the most spiritual uh, the most effective spiritual practice so please take this process seriously and you will never be uh, a loser <coughs> so krishna says भूत ग्राम सेवायम भूत्वा भूत्वा प्रलीयते रात्रि आगम्य वशः पार्थ प्रभवति प्रभवति यह रागमे अगेन एंड अगेन व्हेन ब्रह्मास डे अराइव्स ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज कम इनटू बीइंग एंड विद द अराइवल ऑफ ब्रह्मास नाइट दे आर हेल्पलेसली एनाइहिलेटेड ऑल ऑफ अस आर फिनिश्ड बट ही सेस देयर इज अनदर प्लैनेट ही टॉक्स अबाउट हिज ओन प्लैनेट परस्तस्मात् भावो अन्यो व्यक्तो व्यक्तात् सनातनः यह स सर्वेषु भूतेषु नश्यस्तु नश्यत्सु नश्यत्सु न विनश्यति यट देर इज अनदर अनमेनिफेस्ट नेचर व्हिच इज इटर्नल एंड इज ट्रांसेंडेंटल टू दिस मैनिफेस्टेड एंड अनमैनिफेस्टेड मैटर इट इज सुप्रीम एंड इज नेवर अनाइहिलेटेड व्हेन ऑल इन दिस वर्ल्ड इज अनाइहिलेटेड दैट पार्ट रिमेंस एज इट इज इज टॉकिंग अबाउट हिज अबोर्ड दैट इवन व्हेन द एंटायर मटेरियल क्रिएशन इज वाउंड अप इट इज डिस्ट्रॉयड हिज प्लैनेट remains as it is because it is a spiritual planet spiritual things cannot be destroyed only what is matter it has a shelf life it has to be uh, destroyed it, it it vanquishes it perishes in due course of time and what is that place in the next verse krishna says what is that nature which is never destroyed even at the end of uh, the material creation अव्यक्त अक्षरेति युक्तस्तमाहु परमं गतिं यम प्राप्य न निवर्तन्ते तद्धाम परमं मम दैट व्हिच द वेदांतस्त डिस्क्राइब एज अनमैनिफेस्ट एंड इनफैलिबल दैट व्हिच इज नोन एज द सुप्रीम डेस्टिनेशन दैट प्लेस फ्रॉम व्हिच हैविंग अटेंड इट वन नेवर रिटर्न्स दैट इज माय सुप्रीम अबोर्ड दैट्स माय अबोर्ड कम टू माय अबोर्ड इज एडवर्टाइजिंग but how to attain that abode in the next verse he says purushah saparah partha bhaktya labhyastu ananyaya yasyantah sthani bhutani yena sarvam idam tatam the supreme personality of god who is greater than all is attainable by unalloyed devotion this is the path again krishna mentions this but now he has advertised the abode he has advertised what are the facilities all available all there it is permanent never destroyed and krishna personally lives there and you can also live a life of bliss but how to attain that he says through unalloyed devotion some people just 
uh, keeps spreading some rumors oh no no gyan is bigger than bhakti but here krishna is saying only through bhakti you can attain me bhakti yoga is greater than gyan yoga we already discussed that in yoga ladder third chapter bhakti yoga means direct engagement in the lord's service the lord doesn't even look at karma yogis or dhyanis or gyanis is only interested in bhaktas bhaktis and bhakti means hearing chanting remembering offering prayers worshiping the deity form etc which we have been talking about continuously so although he is present in his abode he is all pervading and everything is situated within him so that is the abode of the supreme lord who is present everywhere and he is also present in his own abode so krishna can be present in 10 different places uh, or maybe 1000 different places he was present in 16108 palaces in dwarka simultaneously with all the queens so one can be transferred uh, to that uh, supreme abode through unalloyed bhakti and therefore the safest path for all of us is to if we want to achieve that kingdom that abode is to engage in bhakti sincerely seriously and the prime aspect of bhakti is the chanting of the lord's names hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare and now after glorifying the path of bhakti now krishna turns his attention again to the subject matter of death and now in the next few verses till the end almost he is going to speak uh, about the different times at which when a person passes away from this world whether the person returns to this material world the yogi or does he not come back he doesn't come back or he comes back how can we decide uh, according to the timing of the soul passing away from this world whether the soul has gone to a higher destination or achieved liberation or the soul is going to take birth once again so those times will be described in the next verses thank you very much